are listening to the award-winning, leading children's gardening educator, Lee Connolly, the Skindian Gardener and my daddy. I've partnered with Anger and Water to shed light on the importance of saving water. Water is a precious resource and we need to do everything we can to conserve it. By using a water bath, you can collect rainwater to reduce your reliance on mains water. It's a simple yet effective way to make a difference. If you're an Anglian Water customer, then all you have to do is visit the Anglian Water website in the episode notes to find out more about water conservation and how to get your very own water butt. Remember, every drop counts. And together, we can make a real impact on our environment. Saving water isn't just important, it's essential for the health of our planet and for future generations. Now, let's get on with the podcast. everyone and welcome to once again the skinny jean gardener podcast i hope you are all well this week we are excitedly planting up our outdoor front garden makeover that we've been doing with anger and what how exciting is that so honestly this month has been amazing partnering up with them and doing that front garden space has been absolutely incredible we're going to be planting that up later on in the podcast this week i've also been to the fabulous garden press event oh honestly so good to see everyone if you're listening to this podcast if i said hey listen to the podcast thank you so much i had such an amazing time i always do if you don't know what the garden press event is it is garden media people saying hey how you doing and garden and brands saying hey how you doing should we work together we'll see um honestly i love it starts the year off really really good although that said so much has been going on already right so and you know how much i hate talking about myself hello hello uh so anyway that happened this week uh too i got out in the garden down the end of the garden i probably won't talk about it in this podcast we're going to talk about the front garden this week um and so much more honestly uh so much been going on with jamie oliver's team where we're slowly bringing together all of those uh different schools if you've not nominated your school hero yet for the jamie oliver awards you've not got long let we actually you've got ages you've got another month left get them nominations in now if you know a school hero governor teacher uh, anyone sustainability hero which school garden success is proudly uh given a kit to um then please do go and nominate right now okay that's it from the start of the show for me it's gonna be another corker as always so uh sit back grab a cup of tea and if you're new to the party enjoy well if you're old to the party enjoy but you know what i mean had Rishi Sunak replied to me yet? He has, uh, of sorts. Find out later in the news. Oh, Rishi hasn't replied to me yet. He has. I've just said he has. He has. He has replied. He has replied. 
down at the bottom of the garden, among the birds and the bees. What a good idea. A little lot of little people, they call the parting to bees, parting to bees. So last week in the front garden, I said about the water, but luckily I put them bricks in. We've had such windy weather since then, but the plants, they arrived yesterday, delivered by Perrywood. Uh, very, very exciting. Um, I have got some uh, birch trees going in, three birch trees. I've also got some lavender. Uh, I've also got um, some herbs going in the front, all drought tolerant, all wildlife friendly. I can't wait to see that lavender. One thing my wife said was, oh, it's not very colourful. And it's very early in the year, but you wait. In the summer, all that lavender is going to come through uh, and it's going to look amazing. One reason I use lavender is because I know it works well in the front gardens. I've seen it between my neighbours' homes. I've used it before in the front garden. It thrives out the front. Um, and that's a top tip. Have a look to see what your neighbours are growing before you plant up yours. If they've got a plant that's growing well, make sure you get hold of it. It makes it so much easier. One thing uh, that I have done, and because we're doing this out the front of the home, I was a little bit worried about the roots to our, our trees. And I've got three of them as well. So I want to control those roots. I don't want them causing any trouble. One with the block paving, two with the home itself. And I've planted pots underneath the ground for them to be planted in. Seems a bit backwards, right? But having them pots underground will control the root systems a little bit easier. And in fact, what I did was I actually got some bins um, because big pots, big plastic pots are quite expensive, right? I've got some bins. I drilled into them to make sure there's some drainage holes in there. Uh, and then I literally buried those bins into the ground, filled them with compost. And now I have planted up my trees. And then around them, I have also planted my plants. Next to trees as well, I've put a pipe, which actually means the water will go straight down into the soil. So even more water saving tips there Just a real quick one, School Garden Success is the ultimate resource for primary school teachers looking to inspire their students to connect with nature, grow their own food and care for wildlife. School Garden Success offers a comprehensive range of resources and tools to support educators in teaching children how to develop and maintain a thriving school garden. With our expertly designed lesson plans tailored to meet the needs of primary school children, you can easily incorporate gardening into your curriculum and bring science and environmental studies to life. At School Garden Success, we understand the challenges of teaching in today's fast-paced and demanding education system, which is why we've created a one-stop shop for all your gardening needs. From online tutorials and how-to guides to expert advice and support, we're here to help you every step of the way. So whether you're a seasoned gardener or just starting out, visit schoolgardensuccess.co.uk today and discover the benefits of bringing the joy of gardening to your classroom. Now, back to the podcast. Welcome, everyone, to this week's news. And this week's news is the government 
have finally replied to the inquiry that happened last year around uh, horticulture as a whole. And as you know, I went into the House of Lords to discuss children's garden and education. In 100 recommendations given to the government, number 22, recommendation 22, was horticulture should be put on the curriculum as a standalone topic within the science curriculum at all key stages. They have got back. Every child should benefit from a broad, knowledge-rich curriculum. And the national curriculum sets an expectation of what they should be taught. It also says, the reply, teachers use their expertise to determine how much they teach each pupil uh, and then in key stage one under plants and key stage two under the living things on their habitat uh, it is covered so basically it says that the national curriculum has a lot of context so adding a new topic would require us to move in something additionally in 2022 schools white paper we committed not to change the national curriculum for the remainder of this parliament uh, so basically it means as it currently stands uh, while uh, this year they are not going to change anything. They are saying that no, it's not going to happen, not under this parliament. Um, and so I say, that's fine. We'll wait until the new people come in. Uh, I am really disappointed with the reply from the government. On all night, I've sat nighttime reading the replies. They're very defensive, uh, very uh, lots of excuses. Lots of things and saying, we are actually doing something when really they're not. Do I agree that we should say that it should be a whole standalone subject? As you well know, no, I do not. Um, if you want to find out more, check out the episode notes uh, where you can find out what the government said. Oh, no, who's calling me now? Oh, you know who. Hello, we are not available now. Please oh, leave your name and phone number after the beep. Ignore him. He's not, we no. will return your He's call. He's ignoring me again. Hello, Lee. This, this, this is about it's the sixth time. The sixth time I've got try calling you. Is it? Are you there, Lee? This is a this is a joke. I know you're putting you're putting these messages up. I I can hear them on the podcast. You just put you're just putting the, the recordings up. Well, I'm I'm gonna refuse. I I'm going to refuse to to, to, to to try and make this entertainment, hey, for you. You and your, your well, my my fans. It's, uh, it's for my fans as well, isn't it, I suppose. Hello, Arthur Shandy fans. It's me, Arthur Shandy. I suppose you're expecting a, a top tip for me um, for planting up. Here's a, here's a planting up tip if you're... You're getting some tips. It was getting some plants, I should say, from the garden centre. When you get them plants out of the pot, give the roots a good old shake-up. Rip them open a little bit so they can spread out when they go into the soil. That's my top tip. So if not, they sort of strangle themselves. They get a little bit too, too potted. But um, that's my top tip if you're planting up. Anyway, Lee, give us a call back, please. I know, Barbara! It's now time for some relaxing moments. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Ignore that pigeon that's coming that little bit closer to you. 
He's gonna try and get your sandwich. Don't ignore that though. And relax. And breathe out. If you haven't already, breathe out. Breathe out. And breathe back like you're breathing, basically. Breathe in and out. But that pigeon has just stolen the crust of your sandwich, but just ignore, ignore the pigeon and relax. Relax. My name's August and I was a primary school teacher at school in Hayes for two years teaching children gardening. Now, I really am so passionate about getting this across all the schools in the country because I really did find there was a missing connection with food. Some of my children didn't even know that crisps came from potatoes and that's the kind of struggles that we're really up against. And for me, just teaching for two years, I went from children that did not eat any vegetables whatsoever to children that were walking around the garden eating broccoli straight off of the plant eating edible flowers and absolutely thriving in that outside working environment and i really think it's something that we should all be championing thank you so much to august there august is actually going to be at ideal home show in a couple of uh, weeks time i think I'm, i think we're on the same day august anyway we are champion Nin, nin, uh, more grow at school uh, over the next coming weeks. Uh, also, right, this weekend, I've got a top tip for what you can do. Here's something very exciting that uh, OGs of the podcast and of Skinny Gunner will, will be ex- maybe excited about. Uh, Chili Friday is coming back in a couple of weeks' time because I love growing chilies. I want to uh, um, highlight that once again. So something you can do this weekend, and I keep talking about this, we are really very slowly working our way into March, which means we can think about sowing some seeds. I always say hold off till March, hold off till March. Um, So this weekend is a perfect time to head to the garden centre. Go buy some seeds with the kids. Let them choose what they're going to grow. Hey, maybe you're not going to start growing until April, but at least you'll have those seeds there ready for a quiet weekend coming up. This weekend is the time to go and do it. We are in the sixth, oh, no, not in the half term, sorry. So actually, it's a perfect way to either finish off your half term, depending where you are in the country. I know it's not everyone's half term this week, um, but go grab some seeds, whatever, this weekend. I always say start with three to five seeds. If it's the first time you're growing, three to five perfect amount to just about handle on the windowsill uh, and plant up outside it's getting to that exciting time of year for families to get growing oh and that everyone is the end of this week's puck i know it goes far too fast i know uh that you'll want me to talk more about rishi and what has happened there uh there's not enough time in the podcast uh this week unfortunately we got it into the news um as we just talking a little bit more about that partnership with angling water and what we did with that front garden at the moment but come march i will go into that more and tell you my next steps uh now we've sort of got rejected and you know me i don't like rejection mate 
So, so we were, we will talk about that a lot more in the coming weeks. Uh, but planting up has been an absolute joy. Good tip, actually, from Arthur Shandy this week. A lot of my plants look beautiful that I got from Periwoods. When I brought them out of the pots, if they don't come out of the pots, give them a little whack, a little just squeeze, and they'll come out of the pots. You'll see all the beautiful roots that have just gone around in a pot shape. If you just get your fingers in there and rip them out a little bit, nice and gently, that'll just give uh, the plant more of a chance, more space to start growing those roots into your soil. Also grew quite a lot of my plants in uh, fresh compost to give them a really good start as well. And yeah, those trees, I made sure I was, because I was planting up at the front of the house, I was a little bit worried we could have issues with roots in the future. And also the size of the trees. I don't want the trees to get too massive. So the best way for me was to go and just put them in some bins, drainage holes in there, uh, and then plant them in that. They're going to love that. And also it's going to contain them a little bit as well, which is exactly what I want to do with those. But honestly, it really hasn't taken long for those plants to take hold and start growing. Uh, and I think that is because of the fresh compost. I think they're loving it. We've had a lot of rain since I planted them up as well, which means they're really they are really well watered. So uh, so coming into uh, the summer when it is really hot out the front there, those plants should be quite well established by then. Usually you don't really see people planting up early early January, um, but we have. And there's a message right there saying, "Hey, come check us plants." <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's been brilliant. Do you know what? I love it out the front there. Uh, and then plants are doing well. One thing I will say is I cannot wait for them plants to really properly establish because the cats have been having a lovely time, mate. Have you got issues with cats? Maybe you love cats. And for that, I say, that's nice. That's good. That's, 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 um, that's nice. But for me, uh, yeah, the cats have been having a little bit too much of a good time out the front there. So when those plants really start to establish, that means there'd be less room for them to, well, let's be honest, use use my garden as a potty. Anyway, see you next week. <laughs>